Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy Madero. I am your host. I've gone back and forth between host and hostess, and I'm just going to land on host because that's what everybody else says. And sometimes it's just easier to be a follower. So welcome to my latest episode. I thank you so much for being here. I know there's so much out there, especially during this time of year, vying for your time and attention. And so I just am super thankful that you found your way to my podcast and really me. And I hope there is something here that inspires you, encourages you, makes you laugh because I can be a bit of a dork and, um, yeah, just makes you glad to be here. Um, I usually go through a spiel about what Awaken the Extraordinary is and, uh, I'll keep it super quick. So, um, Awaken the Extraordinary is really just awakening to that, which is extraordinary within yourself. And when you do that, you make the world more extraordinary. And so that's what Awaken the Extraordinary is. Extraordinary looks different for everybody, but how I define it is really just being the truest, most real version of yourself, because that's what the world needs. And when you show up in that way, magic happens. And I don't have all the answers. I am learning as I go and I will continue to do so for the rest of my time here on earth. And, uh, this is just my journey and me sharing what I've learned. And again, hopefully something resonates with you. If you love it, I would love for you to leave a review or share something and tag me at awaken the extraordinary or, um, forward it to a friend, whatever else you can do. that's good and helpful. I would love it. And if you don't like the podcast, then, you know, you can just refrain from all of that. But anyway, here we are. Welcome. And thank you for being here. So what I wanted to focus on today is kindness. It's really simple. Um, It's that time of year, that time of year. What is that from? What is that from? That time of year. I don't know. It's like some Christmas, isn't it some Christmas thing? I don't know. (laughs) If you know what that is from, let me know. Um, But yeah, so I wanted to focus on kindness just because I feel like, again, it's that time of year and it's when, you know, we, we focus on doing good for other people. And I love it. I, I love that, you know, there is this time of year where we're focusing on putting more of those nice feely feels out into the world. And, you know, I am going to go out there and say, like, I, I think we should continue this beyond December. Um, really make kindness a habit. Um, you know, but that, that starts with us and, um, 
habits are hard to form and it, it takes dedication. It takes consistency. It takes determination. I think ultimately what it comes down to is a true desire to change. And, you know, I think, I think many of us have been there. January 1st comes and we're like, yeah, I'm going to hit gym. I'm going to get all yoked or whatever they say now. And yeah, I'm going to get into those jeans that I've had in my closet for five years, but this is the year. And you're so consistent. And then like come February, the gym is probably at half capacity. And it's just, it's making things a habit. And to me, kindness, it, it just needs to be a habit. Um, you know, I, I can get all like fluffy and, and just say like, oh, it, it would just be wonderful. But no, like, look at our world, people. Look at social media. Look at the news, which I really try to not consume a whole lot. But I mean, look at how people are interacting with each other. What would happen? If we were all nicer to each other, how would the world be worse off? I don't think, I don't think it would be like the world right now needs more love, compassion, kindness, grace, a desire to understand. And all of that starts with us. I took this. I call it an emotional business class. Um, It was a program called Made to Do This. And it was um, run by Kathy Heller. So if you want to check her out, she is at Kathy Heller on Instagram. And I love her. Um, She is just so relatable to me. She is just, I think I've talked about her before. She is just someone that I would want to be my neighbor. Um, you know, when I get into my multi-million dollar home and, you know, she talks about punky Brewster and what else? I don't know. What is she <laughs> like? Just all of these fun things that, you know, if you were a kid of the eighties that you experienced. And so that's really what drew me into her, but just like her realness and just her, unapologetic nature for not being this super sophisticated person. And, um, she probably is in her own right, but she's just very, very relatable. And, um, anyway, she hosted a class called made to do this. And it's really about women primarily, but you know, there were men in there too, who want to start their own businesses and just approaching it from a different way. And if you've learned anything about me in the previous podcast episodes or on my Instagram, like I am just not a corporate person. It just elicits this really visceral response in me. And it, you know, it makes perfect sense with what I do for my day job right now. But what I've been doing for the past few years is a bit different than being in corporate HR, which is what I was in before. And so this, I feel like is actually a much better fit for me. Um, but she just approaches things from a different perspective. And it, it was really to me more from an emotional and creative perspective and just really encouraging 
people with that entrepreneurial spirit and just kind of breaking down business basics, but in a way that is different than if you were to go to probably like a business school or get a business degree, just nothing that that's appealing to me. And so as part of one of our assignments one week, um, something that I came up with was like a mini challenge. So, you know, you see people doing these meditation challenges or these healthy eating challenges or these workout challenges. And something that I'm really big on is kindness. And that's why this is a podcast episode about it. And I was like, what if I did a mini challenge on kindness? And, you know, part of the deal was you charged people and it got you comfortable with providing a service, basically stating that this is what the value is and getting you used to telling people something that you created or developed costs money and accepting money. And, um, it was weird. <laughs> like that was a weird feeling, but my charge was like seven bucks. Cause I'm like, okay, like it's a dollar a day. And as part of this kindness challenge, you know, I compiled a list of 10 kind acts. Um, you know, five of them could cost money. Five of them could be free. And I mean, like literally cost you nothing. And then I had a bonus, like a, a bonus kindness and action. And then you joined a Facebook group. The idea was to go in there every day and post what your kindness and action was for the day and just kind of spread those good vibes. And then at the end, my idea was to have a call where we talked about our experiences and just how it kind of made us feel putting more good out into the world. Because to me, when, when you feel good, you do good. And when you do good, you feel good. And when you do good for someone else, you make them feel good. So it's just like this ripple effect. And again, when I'm looking at the world, when I think about just like my own friendships that have disintegrated because of differences in political, you know, political stances or, you know, everything that's happened in the past year and a half. And none of it has been initiated by me, but I'm just like, if you don't see the value in our friendship, then I'm not going to fight for that. But when I just see people just making snap judgments and just being so mean to people they don't even know without even trying to understand, I feel like, like Mel B, right? And just like, what just happened? And I'm doing a terrible impression of her, but like, <laughs> that's how I feel. And um, I'm like, we need to change. We need to freaking change something. And, you know, it's very easy to look at everybody and point fingers and go, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. But, you know, there's that, there's that saying, right. That like, when you point a finger at somebody else, you have three other fingers pointing right back at you. And if you want something to change in the world, it has to start with you. 
I don't know about you, but I want my child to grow up in a world where kindness and compassion and love and support and encouragement and a desire to understand and respect for humans. That's what rules the world. And I think I've referenced it before, but like the the girl in the gym and mean girls, when she's like, I just want to bake a cake of rainbows and smiles and everybody eat it and be happy. Like in my perfect world, we would all be eating that cake right now, but I can't bake a cake that big. There's probably all these dietary restrictions. So not everybody could eat it. So what can I do? I can do something like my kindness mini challenge. Now, a lot of people didn't take me up on that and that's okay, (laughs) but I did get a few people and the feedback was, you know, a lot of them were already being kind. They were already doing kind things and it just made them more mindful of, I think, what they do every day that is actually kind. And for other people, they were like, you know what? I really needed the accountability. And that just meant a lot to me um, because I didn't think about it that way when I first kind of pitched the idea um, or when I put my offer out there. That's what it was. I put my offer out there, but that made me feel really good. So see? That made me feel good. And when I started thinking about it, doing stuff like that really did make kindness a habit for me, which then prompted me to put that offer out there, create it and put that offer out there. And, you know, I feel like I have always been a kind person. Well, okay, wait, I take that back. (laughs) As soon as I said that, I thought about me as a child. And for the most part, I think I was a kind child. But when I met my friend, um, we went to the same, I guess, I call her babysitter. Um, you know, it was a same kind of daycare person before and after school and elementary school. I did not like my friend when I first met her. And, um, I thought I turned off the notifications on my computer. So if you hear them, just bear with me. I mean, this is so high tech. If you've listened, you already know that. So anyway, I was not very nice to my friend before she was my friend. Um, I remember making fun of her for wearing clothes from Sears. I remember she had a Coca-Cola shirt and I don't know why I ribbed on her about that shirt, but, um, I was not very kind to her. I was not very nice. And, we became friends because there weren't many girls there. And, uh, I stopped being a bitch 
And uh, we actually are still friends to this day. So 36 years um, we've been friends. And I mean, we've definitely had our our growing pains at times. Um, But when I said, you know, I've always been a kind, nice person. came to mind. So I had to share that with you just to, just to be transparent, but as in general, I think I have always been a nice, kind person. Um, but growing up, like, you know, when I say growing up, I'm like, okay, in my teens and my twenties, like I didn't really do anything for other people. Like I was nice and I thought I was kind. Um, but you know, putting more goodness and kindness out into the world was not on my radar. Um, honestly, like even in my thirties, it's not that I was selfish. It's just kindness being a habit and a way of life. It was just nothing that I was consciously thinking about. And, you know, I was a very thoughtful person. Um, you know, when I wasn't living with my parents, I would stop by and visit them and like take them donuts or, you know, I would treat a friend to coffee. So it's like, I, I had moments like that, but, um, kindness just wasn't very high on my priority list. And it really just was nothing I thought about. It, and again, it wasn't that I didn't practice those behaviors, but it was just not something that I thought about a lot. And, um, you know, like I had a dog groomer who was amazing and I, I still wish she lived in California because she's just a really amazing human being. But, um, I remember when she was pregnant and she shared with me like a bunch of the, the gifts that like her clients brought her and I felt bad. Like I felt ashamed of myself, which is ironic since my, (laughs) my episode that, um, dropped not too long ago was about shame and guilt, but I felt ashamed of myself because I was like, how did that not even cross my mind to do something like that for her. Who's amazing. And I, I love her and I appreciate her so much. Like she was amazing with my dogs. Like, how has that not even crossed my mind to just do something kind. And that's something that, I mean, I've wrestled with and I don't even know why I'm getting emotional about it, I guess, because I've always prided myself on being a pretty thoughtful person. And like, I'll just forever remember that feeling of just like, why didn't I think to do this? So I can go back to my childhood because I always go back to my childhood and doing stuff for other people just didn't happen. You know, um, it just didn't not, not that I remember. And, you know, my mom is, is actually a pretty thoughtful person when she wants to be, but it was just nothing that was ever stressed. 
and the people that I was around, like it just didn't seem to be something that we did. So therefore, you know, you weren't really inspiring each other or encouraging each other because you just didn't do it. And so like, that's just something that has just sat with me for a really long time that I just didn't think to do that for this amazing person. And And then the thought would pass and I would just go along, you know, my merry way. And, you know, I would always tip her really well. And, um, but it's just interesting. So I think things really started to change. And I know I say this a lot, you know, when I had my son and really started thinking about the values that I wanted to instill in him that I feel are important. And, you know, I realized like I am a thoughtful person and I am a kind person. And when I feel inspired to do something, I just need to do it. And, you know, as I've shared with you in past episodes, I feel like when, when COVID hit, when, you know, everything just went to shit in some ways, I really began reevaluating my life and how I was living it and the choices that I was making. And this whole concept of taking inspired action, you know, presented itself to me. And so as part of taking inspired action, not only in regards to creating the life that I want, that I feel I'm supposed to be living, taking inspired action also meant if something popped into my mind that was just nice or yeah, just be fun to do something like this. I'm going to do it. And that's really how to me, like making kindness a habit, like that's really how it evolved for me or, or how it began, like, and how it's just now become a part of who I am. And it's really cool. And so I wanted to give you like just a couple of examples of, of what I felt inspired to do. Um, because like I said, the world needs more love and compassion and kindness and grace and a desire to understand. And all of that can start with us. I mean, you know, when you, when you hear about people paying it forward at Starbucks, why do people pay it forward? Because it feels good and you want to continue that, that goodness. You know, there's that site on Instagram called Upworthy where they share just positive of uplifting news. They share like kind acts that people do. Like I saw something the other day, um, like a mom went into home Depot to buy parts to make her child like a walker. And the people at home Depot pulled their money together and built the walker for her. And it's amazing. The power that love and compassion and kindness have.
it has this ripple effect. And when you're surrounded by people who want to dwell on the negative or you go online and what you're consuming is just bullshit and bad news and people bickering. What is that doing to your heart? Like, you know how in like how the Grinch stole Christmas, like his heart grows like three sizes. It's like visually I see your heart decreasing. The more bad shit you consume, the more negativity you consume. And that will actually be another podcast episode about like how like the social media crash that day, like how that really helped me. Like to this day, that has helped me. But what you consume matters. What you do matters. You know, I see these people like debating people they don't even know on social media and just being so mean and nasty and ugly to each other. It's like, what if you took that energy and directed it towards raising awareness about a cause you care about? Like what would happen? The world needs more good stuff. And we can't control other people, but we can control ourselves. And if your output is like, you know, those good vibes, man, if your output is that, and let's say 10,000 more people in the world had that perspective. How could our world look different? So there's a house down my street. And um, I don't know what color their walkway was in front of their house. So it's like their front yard is divided into two. And their front yard had that walkway. And I don't know what color it was. But I can tell you, I noticed when they painted it pink and I loved it. I freaking loved the pink sidewalk and it just made me smile because it was so unconventional. I mean, who paints their walkway pink? Like nobody, unless I think in Edward Scissorhands, they had pink houses, but you know, like it's, it's a very unconventional choice. And, you know, we don't live in the nicest of neighborhoods. Like, it's okay. Um, So a color like that really, like, stands out. I mean, it would stand out in, like, really nice track housing, too. But here, like, it's just such a cheerful color to me. Very, very colorful. And, um... One day I was just like, I'm going to write her a note or them. 
I didn't know who it was at the time, but I'm like, I'm going to write a note to that house. My husband's like, why? Like to tell him I like the color they painted their sidewalk. And he's like, okay. So, you know, I got a little stalker and looked at the address and, you know, got out one of my little pretty note cards because I love handwritten letters and notes. It's so nice. Like I was like, wouldn't it be nice to get something nice in the mail instead of like a bill? Like, I think it would be nice in junk mail. Like, wouldn't that be nice? I mean, we don't really get catalogs anymore. So I think that'd be nice. So I get out my little pretty note card and I, I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but I was just like, Hey, I drive by your house every day. I live on at the other end of the street. And I just wanted to let you know, I love your walkway. I love that you painted it pink. It makes me smile every time I drive by or walk by. So thank you. And I stuck it in the mail. I just addressed it to residents. And about a week or so later, I got a card back. I was not expecting a card. And the woman said, you know, thank you so much. You made my day. Like that really made my day. She said, my neighbors and some of my family were not happy with it, but I like it. And so just thank you so much for making my day. Because it's nice to know that I make yours better. And that just made me so happy. Like that just made me so happy to know that me telling her, I like your pink walkway that made her happy. And we've done, I've done that actually a couple of other times. So there's, um, there's a house, I call it the anthropology house. So it's like if anthropology, the store had a house, the way the landscaping is and the way the house looks, I feel like it would be that house. So I just sent them a note and just said, Hey, I, you know, I love your house. I see it all the time when I walk my dog and it's just beautiful. And I love the landscaping. And I said, and one of my favorite things is because of your landscaping, you have an abundance of butterflies and I love butterflies. So I love going to your house and knowing every time I go by, I'm going to see butterflies. So just thank you for making my walks more enjoyable. And I never got something back from them, but I didn't expect to. And then there's a house on the way to my son's daycare. Um, and it reminds him of the house from up. So I sent them a house and, or I sent them a note and I just said, I just want to tell you, I think your house is adorable. Like my son thinks it looks like the house from up and like, that's it just makes us smile. So just thank you. And, you know, and I didn't get one from them. I didn't get a note from them back and I don't care. Like it just made me feel good to do that because it would make me happy if someone wrote me a note card and said, Oh my God, I loved your Monica Geller with the Turkey, you know, on her head. I loved that inflatable that you had in your yard at Thanksgiving. Like that would make me so happy. And so it's like these simple things, like why don't we just think to do them? We see a house that's beautiful or, I mean, it's Christmas. You see these houses with crazy freaking decorations. Get the address and send them a card. I don't know. And if it's super insane decorations, maybe like slip $10 in the card and just be like, hey, here's something to help with your electricity. It's not, I'm sure going to make a dent, but it's, it's the gesture. And it's just like, 
how cool would it be to be that house with the crazy freaking, you know, Clark Griswold, or I think it's a super underrated Christmas movie. Um, oh my God. What is it? It's the one with Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. Like it was just on. It's going to drive me crazy, but that movie <laughs> where they're, they're just competing, um, deck the halls, deck the halls. Okay. It's deck the halls, Kristen Chenoweth and, um, Kristen Davis. If you have not seen that, check it out. It's, it's funny, but you know, like the, that level of crazy decorations, like how cool would it be for them to get a card from you that says, Oh my gosh, like your house is freaking amazing. Thank you for all of the time and effort you put into making it enjoyable for the community. And by the way, here's five or 10 bucks to help with your electric bill. Like I'm going to do that. Like I'm totally going to do that. I had thought about sending a couple of note cards to like, I think I'm actually going to do Christmas cards. Um, but to send a note card to people with amazing light displays but to slip in like five bucks, but that just makes me like love it even more. So if you do that, please tag me on Instagram or send me an email because I want to know about it. And another thing that I did was, um, you know, when things were starting to open up and, you know, you had to wait in line to get into stores, you know, we would go to downtown Disney a lot. And my son is obsessed with Legos. It really does hurt as badly as they say, when you step on them and bare feet with bare feet. But anyway, he loves a Lego store. And so we would wait in line. And what I started doing was buying a $10 gift card. And then I would just go to someone in line. It was always someone with kids because I have a kid and I would go and just be like, Hey, like here's $10. And they're like, what? I'm like, here's $10 just to use in the store. And the looks people would give me that just made it so worth it because they were just so caught off guard because seriously, that doesn't happen very often. Right. And they're like, what, why? And I'm like, just because here's 10 bucks, have fun. You know, like, I mean, not like you're going to be able to probably buy much with $10, but again, it's just, it's the gesture. And for me, I just love like the surprise on their faces. Like that just, that made my day just like, like what the fuck just happened? And what was cool for me too, is having my son with me so that he could see that. And it's not, it wasn't about me. Like, like, I think one of the cashiers was like, did you know that person? I go, no. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Like, it's a fun thing to do. And it is like, I wasn't doing it like, you know, to get any sort of like accolades. Like I would share it on Instagram and it's like, there are people that, that donate millions of dollars. Like I am not that person yet. But if that's the only bright spot in that person's day, that makes me so happy. And if somebody, if somebody seeing that is inspired to do that, just like the whole pay it forward concept at Starbucks, like how awesome is that? 
or if that person shared me giving them the gift card on social media and that inspired somebody else to do the same thing, like how amazing is that? Like all of this negativity and ugliness, it has a ripple effect. It does, because that's what we are watching play out in our world. So we can either choose to be a part of that, do nothing, which is fine. Or the moments, those opportunities that we have to be kind, we can do that. Find out what your friend's favorite coffee is and drop it off one morning at their house. Or send a gift card electronically to somebody. Something else that I learned is that you can like buy a Starbucks gift card, right? And what you do is you'll screenshot the barcode and then you can even use like Canva to make it like cute and incorporate the barcode. And then you can send that to somebody. So like you could send a DM to one of your friends or a text to your friend with just the barcode. Like let's say load 20 bucks on it, give each friend $5 or tell them here's $5 for Starbucks and scan the, you know, do the screenshot thing with the barcode and send it to your friends, like via text message. And all they have to do is pull up that image of the barcode and give it to the barista. I'm, I'm using mannerism. So it's like, I'm actually handing it to someone, but they could show it to the barista at Starbucks. They scan it and look like $5. I would say that would buy them a coffee, but probably won't anymore. Um, but that's like $5 off their coffee. It's like seriously the simplest things. And it's just like, for me, like I said, it started from just that whole concept of taking inspired action. You want to do something nice for somebody, then just do it. Here's something that costs no money. Pick up your phone and text a friend. So like if you're listening right now and it's not like 5 a.m. Or if you know your friends have do not disturb on like I do. Pick up your phone right now. Pick it up. Pick it up. I'm sure it's not very far or you may be listening to it, right? Pick a friend, any friend, like you could do friend roulette or you could do a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Think of one thing that you love about them. One thing that makes them amazing. One reason why they are your friend. Maybe they're always there for you when you need somebody, or they're always that comic relief. They're your, they're your Chandler Bing. Text them one thing that you love about them. Are you doing it? Are you doing it? Are you doing it? Hit send. And expect nothing back. How often do you get a text from a friend going, I just think you're amazing and funny as fuck. Or wait, funny AF. Thank you for being you. How often do you get messages like that? How would it feel if someone sent you a message like that today? It'd feel pretty good, right? 
and it costs you nothing, but like what 20 seconds, if that, but that could set the trajectory for someone else's day, or that could completely change the trajectory of someone's day. And how simple is that? You want to know something else that's simple that you could do when you're with someone, whether it's your spouse or a friend or your parent, put your phone on silent and give them your undivided attention. Remember when we used to do that? When whatever was going on on our phone wasn't more important than the person we were actually sitting there face to face with years ago, I had a friend who took me out for brunch for my birthday and I really appreciated it. But the majority of the time she was on her phone, I don't know what in the hell she was doing, but she wasn't engaging with me. And I remember like telling whomever I was with at the time, I don't even know why we went out because she wasn't present. It was like, whatever was going on on her phone and she didn't have kids or anything at the time. It was whatever was going on on her phone was more important than being there with me. So then why the hell is she even with me? And I think we're all guilty. There's guilt, but we're all guilty of being with people and not giving them our undivided attention. And our phones are to blame a lot for that. So that's a very simple way, I think, to be kind to someone is just put your phone away and pay attention to them and be present. It's the things that we call small that really aren't small because it's often those quote unquote small things that make the biggest impact, that can have the biggest impact. Something else that I thought about doing because it's the holidays like a senior center. If there's a senior center nearby, call them and see what you can do for their residents. So last Valentine's day, it took me 10 phone calls. Okay to a local senior center to get someone to actually talk to me. I would leave messages. I would send emails and it was nothing. So I finally told someone, I'm like, I'm literally like begging you to let me do something nice for your residents and no one will call me back. I just want to do something nice. Can I have my kids daycare do a poster and we'll drop it off? I know you can't do individual cars because of COVID, blah, blah, blah. Can we just do a poster? We just want to do something nice. Let me do something nice. Help me help you. Help me help you. So finally, and, and I'm not exaggerating when it's 10 calls, like 
finally. They said yes. So I partnered with my son's daycare provider. They made a cute little poster that said happy Valentine's Day. All the kids' little handprints were on it. The daycare's name. My son was like three years and two months old when we dropped it off because he dropped it off with me. And he was so excited. And he still remembers doing it. He's like, mommy, that's where we took my poster. And I say, yeah, buddy, like it was so nice of you and your friends to do that. I know they appreciated it so much. And that makes me so happy. Our world is a beautiful place, but people can be pretty ugly. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I have, trust me, I have my moments. My husband will probably tell you that. But the world needs more love and kindness. And think about it. Like what makes the holiday season so special? Because for me, Yes, as a kid, I loved the toys, okay? But there was a part of me that just loved the feel. I loved the shows that were on TV. I loved that everybody seemed happy. That there was just more do-gooding, you know, to, to quote Cher's dad and Clueless. Like, There was a lot of do-gooding going on. And I think that's what a lot of us love about this time of year. Oh, I remember that time of year. I remember it now. That's from like Olaf's Frozen Adventure or something. When he's trying to find a a tradition for Anna and Elsa. So it's coming. It came to me. Um. See, aren't you, aren't you glad that you are not with me day in and day out? But that's what a lot of us love about this time of year. So why not make kindness a habit? Why not call a local senior center and go, look, like, what can I do to brighten your residence day or you know, a children's hospital or there's a bunch of people overseas, like our military. And it doesn't have to be just now. Like I said, our poster was for Valentine's day. Yes. Like it's, it's cool to do stuff now. But why can't we do it for the rest of the year? Like, why? The world is not going to be worse off. 
more love and kindness in it. And when you do something good, like I said earlier, you feel good. And when you feel good, you want to do more good. And when you do more good, you feel even better. And it's just this beautiful domino effect that you may not ever see. But I know it's there. That's magic. That to me is everyday magic. And if we chose to put more good out into the world, if we chose to put more love and kindness and compassion out into the world, instead of all this bullshit and negativity and judgment and shame and blame and criticism and guilt, how would our world look different? How would we feel differently? How would we be different? Like, what was the last kind thing somebody did for you? And what was the last kind thing you did for someone else? Like, I'd love for you to think about that and share it with me. You know, send me, send me a message on Instagram, shoot me an email. I would love to know because I love, I love hearing about all this goodness. Like that's why there are those accounts. Like that's, that's why I watch Hallmark movies. Like the world needs more of the good stuff. And why can't it start with you? If you have kids, like my son, my son, remembering that from nearly a year ago, It just makes my heart so happy because what is so important to me is raising a kind and compassionate human being. Because that's what I think the world needs more of. So I have a list of 10 things. I talked about um, the bonus that you can keep in your back pocket all the time. And it's real easy and it's free. It's kind of like the text to a friend, but you can, you don't need a phone. Just compliment somebody. And yes, you can compliment their shoes or their hair. But I think it packs more of a punch when it's just like, thank you. 
you remember my order every day at Starbucks. I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Or I love your energy. Whenever I'm around you, I feel good. Thank you. I saw you hold that door open for that elderly, elderly woman. Thank you for being so kind. I don't know. I know I don't know you, but I've been overhearing your conversation with your son and I think he's a very lucky kid. I love how encouraging and supportive you sound. Like I said, the small things to me, they're not small because they have the most impact. So I would love for you this holiday season to really work and commit to making kindness a habit. The world needs more of it. And it can start with you. And when you do something this holiday season and beyond, I would love for you to tag me in it at Awaken the Extraordinary on Instagram or send me a DM. You can email me, Christy at awakentheextraordinary.com. I want to hear about the good stuff. The world needs more good stuff. The world needs more people like you putting the good stuff out there, doing the good stuff. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. I really do. This podcast is something that I put off for a really long time. And I feel extremely grateful for the people who listen, who share their feedback with me. It means the world to me. So thank you so, so much. I will talk to you next time.